You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. Hello and welcome back, Courting Cuties, to another episode of Courting in Color. I'm Shatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Louise. Yes, and Louise, what have you been up to in the last, well, really, what, two days since I saw you? Right, two days since we've seen each other. Yeah, it's Uh, been so long. It's been so long. I have (laughs) uh, been at work. Obviously, we are recording this um, the day after the election, so we are waiting, nervously, anxiously waiting that. So today was, I'll be totally honest, was a wash at work. I'm just like... (laughs) Just trying, like, I was just like, I'm trying to focus. Like, I watched, like, a, I did some, like, professional development. But otherwise, it was, it was kind of a eh, meh of a day. Do you think the election had anything to do with it? Oh, yeah, totally. Because it's just like, I don't know, I've been telling people, I'm like, I'm waiting for something to happen. And I need that something to happen. So it can tell me, it, it'll just dictate how I feel, what I do, how I respond, like, how I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I feel that. I guess I still been kind of just going back and forth of like how much news am I going to consume like do I need to watch it I just know exactly how I felt last year or last presidential election and so obviously this time around I was like mentally and I'm still like even at this hour where it looks like Biden may take it I'm still like that fucking Trump could you know work his fucking magic and and pull through I don't know if you heard to do that I don't know if you heard, but like Michigan, there there was a stop the count rally or demonstration, or people were just like stop the count, and it's like you don't. And he like why would I you mean, stop counting? Right, like he bus. declared victory, or not declared victory, but I guess like inferred he won like two round two thirty yeah. in the morning, and so it was just yeah. like girl, <laughs> like I just as you know, you I, are fake I news. right you are fake news. As I called a friend a couple of days ago or yesterday, I was like. Just checking in on you before the race wars start. How mm-hmm. you doing? You know, that's, I think that's what I was worried about most this morning. I'm like, fuck, I just want to like know the world I'm going to wake up to. And I woke up like around three. Right. I woke right. up like around three and I told myself, don't check your phone. Don't check your phone. Because as soon as you do, like, I, I know I would stay up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. For, did you, did you check your phone? At- no, 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 I didn't think that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. I was like, literally the last time I was like, who do I want to like, give me this piece of information? Do mm-hmm. I want Instagram? Do I want like news correspondence on ABC? Like, do I want YouTube or whatever? And so I've just kind of been like going around, just like getting a pulse from the followers and things like that. And just, yeah, hoping for the best. I'm like, okay, we could actually have a black female vice president. And I mean, that is just effing monumental. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna get excited. Because who, who knows? But, and, and it's not to say that she's going to be, you know, the great black feminist right. savior. Because, you know, Obama wasn't and no one will be. I don't think anything extremely great or bad or necessarily is going to happen with Biden if he wins. But, like, it'll just be like, ooh, like, this is the country I remember living in where it's just like yeah. a normal-ass regular president who's a politician, who does the things, who's not on Twitter every five fucking minutes doing some weird stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's definitely been... It'll be interesting seeing how, like, the news pivots, right? I was reading this – well, I'm not reading. I saw a headline of an article of, like, now news organizations are going to have to figure out what news to cover because for the last ah. four years, all they 
done is uh, sell the Cheeto in office. They've and made so, so much money. Off they've of made it. so much money, right? And it, it's just interesting. It'll just be really interesting. And and it's I think I think kind of the most interesting thing about post election is I feel like I feel maybe a little bit different because I'm like I don't know if, I don't know if it'll be a normal. I think it's just more like my own kind of disbelief or just not wanting to believe that this country was as deeply racist as I thought it was because it's like, Uh, you know, as I uh, tweeted uh, last night, I was like, people are like so surprised that this election wasn't a landslide. And I'm like, have y'all not been watching the same show I have the last four years called white supremacy? Like, right. Like emboldened white supremacy. And the fact that it is so close is problematic. And so I think, um, I think I read, I forget which, maybe it was on the New York Times, but it's like, if Biden wins, like Biden's going to have to rule or rule. <laughs> Biden's going to have to be <laughs> over, basically operate a Trump country now that everyone is. Yeah. So Oof, violent, right? Whereas like with at least Obama. Like Bush didn't uh, leave us. In right. Right. Like, right. Right. Good grief. Oh, it does kind of seem like every president has like, their big thing right and so like for bush it was like 9 11 mm-hmm. and the like iraq iran war don't quote me on that middle east um Every, the yeah. conflict in the middle east yeah the conflict shock it off that i do remember because i was with some white people when that happened um they were very excited um but you know with obama it was the recession uh-huh. you could say with trump it was all the bullshit but like obviously the, the pandemic and things like that and so i'm like Oh, well, I guess, like, at least for the last three, because, like, that's when I've been old enough to pay attention. I'm like, it just seems like life is going to happen. Life is going to, uh-huh. life is going to be thrown at whoever is put in this office. And it's just, that's really going to be when we see who they really are, like, what type of leader they really are when they're going to be faced with something that was unexpected. So, yeah, Chile, we'll see. Um, I'll tell you uh, a relationship I'm not inspired by. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Lania's ass and try, like I was just like, oh, yeah. I wonder like if and you know fingers crossed when he loses like will she leave because it I just doesn't thought. seem. I had that like they, she clearly don't like him. Like <laughs> I don't care. Like she she my does favorite, not like him. Do you think there's a fake Melania? Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Like in the last like year, like there's a fake Melania who will sometimes show up oh, to the press what? conferences. No. Like, yeah, it's like people have been like, it's not her. And you look at her and it's like not her. But most recently, oh my like, gosh. I think most recently in the last <laughs> week, she did a speech and someone was like, that's a really bad accent. Like they're just trying Oh my to, goodness. Yeah, I need to. I, if this I bitch has been video, like, send me back to Czechoslovakia. Yes, like, I yes. don't need this American bullshit. Yeah, I am uh, not inspired by Melania and Donald Trump. And it's so fascinating (laughs) because it's like, I've been really obsessed with Nicki Minaj the last couple of weeks. And so there's a couple of- And her baby? No, not her baby. Just listening to her her music. So it was the 10-year anniversary of Monster, her Monster. Oh, okay. The Monster song and obviously her iconic Monster verse a couple weeks ago. So I've been listening to a lot of her stuff. And the number of times like she- invokes trump in like a pre-election <laughs> just type of way i'm like oh this is so weird and he was like the symbol of wealth and status and people were like talking about ivanka right and yes so yes i was watching um you know insert again i feel like this is not a trend like whatever 90s black show that's on netflix or whatever black flicks, black flicks. i was watching black flicks uh the other day and yes and someone made 
it was some statement about Trump, and I thought they were about to say, like, if Trump becomes president, something, something, like, whatever, was with the scene. I was like, oh, my gosh, were they predicting that this is going to happen? And this was, you know, of course, like, 10, 15 years ago when, right, you could, he just was a different icon in, like, Mm -hmm. you know, our, in society and things like that. And it wasn't such a polarizing um, figure. Because I was reading somewhere that was like, you know, Joe Biden is, you know, hopefully when he wins, like, he's going to have to be, like you, pretty much like you said, but he's going to be the president for everyone, as opposed to Trump, who is the president for his minions. And so, Chile, I always feel in these moments, I'm like, maybe I'm supposed to be, like, a little bit more interested in politics before and after (laughs) the presidential election. But I'm like, this is all of my, like, political energy wrapped Mm -hmm. up in, like, three days. And, like, I'm going to be done for the, I'm going to be tired for the next, like, four years. So I'm like, I'll see y'all back in 2024. Like, I'm just, you know, it's so much energy. But, but yes, anyway, so politics are happening. Life is happening. Uh, Any, you know, couples that are catching your eye this week? (laughs) My relationship inspires me. Yes! No, actually, so you can be your own goals. <laughs> my own goals. Um, so I think you saw, but I have been watching Shit's Creek. Well, actually, so no, you know I've been watching Shit's Creek. Yes, because so, you're watching it at my house. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you saw, but I uh watched end of season three, beginning of season four, and so David and Patrick are my relationship goals of the week. Oh, um, okay, totally the, fair. At the end of season three, the end of season, th- well, spoiler, obviously, but end of season three, they go on a date and like they kiss and like you can just tell their little cuteness and their little banter. And like David is like really grounding and, or no, sorry, Patrick is really grounding. David mm-hmm. is kind of like all over. But I think for me, the relationship inspires me because it is an, a good example of like how it's not even the opposites are attracting with them too. It's just like, there's just something about what happens when it kind of works really well, just in, in the energies yeah. with people uh. and how people can balance each other out. Like they don't mm-hmm. have to be opposites attract to balance each other out. And like, maybe, you know, I'm just like, Oh, like this reminds me of like me and my partner and like these like, you know, cute little ways of like how some, like how both of us can be both the David and Patrick at different moments. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm a little bit like spaced out or erratic, like David, like at work, he'll be like the one to be like, and then if he's, <laughs> you know, doing the same, I'm the one to be like, Choo. so it just like, the relationship it inspires in. me because they, they're balanced. Now what happens when you're a little bit Alexis, which I don't <laughs> know if you know that reference yet. Um, it's Is that her song? Hilarious. Yeah. For me, I'll say this week, I'm actually going to reference a real life couple. Um, so our girl, Tamara, who was on the show yes. last season and her husband um her they Brooklyn are bad boy the Brooklyn the Bronx Bronx, the Bronx. bad boy oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. um they are just relationship goals because they're just so cute and I was um hanging out with her and a, a new friend uh who's moved to town and we were just you know doing our little girl talk or whatever and she was telling us the story about like how her and Felix met and how she was just like you know I want X, Y, and Z, and, like, Felix was, like, too nice, or he was, like, too nice, or whatever, and she was, like, I just didn't know, you know, obviously, at the time, like, that's what I needed, like, I didn't need, like, Uh. someone who was gonna, like, punch someone out at a bar, like, I needed someone who... Tamara, Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! So, what this tells me is Tamara can throw some bows if she really wants to. Tamara, I was, like, if... I would have been so intrigued 
knowing you, college like, Tamara. 10, yes, like 10, 15 years. Like, I would love to have met that woman because I don't think that's the same woman you are now. I was like, girl, you were hilarious. But she was just like, you know, sometimes you don't know what you need. And, mm-hmm. you know, God, like, sends you or whoever you believe in, like, sends you what you need, which also ends up, you know, obviously, like, being what you want and things right. like that. And so she was just retelling their little love story and all that good stuff and he's like you've met her husband like he's just like laid back like chill and really lets her be the center of attention which obviously is on if y'all recall a few episodes ago that's what's on my list so i know it's possible yeah and he's like such a good dad right he has very okay well let's go ahead and bring on our special guest cutie for this episode i'm super excited All right, Courting Cuties, I'm super excited to bring on our amazing, wonderfully talented, beautiful guest for this week. Yes, you know her, you love her. You may not know her, actually, so let's introduce her. So, Keisha, we're super excited to have you on the show this week. We, How do we know each other? Oh, my goodness, where do we begin? <laughs> It was a beautiful day on the campus of University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Oh, um, oh my goodness. Wait, how did we meet? I know that we served together in PHC. Yeah, I think it's like but what sorority we first life, meet? Greek life. Definitely Greek life. I feel like that was it. Like, I feel like maybe you were someone I, I had seen before. Like, just mm-hmm. kind of like, I, I knew your face, but I didn't know the woman <laughs> behind the face. Yes, know? the woman behind the face. Yes. yes. So I think that's how, yes, we met. So college buddies, and now I feel like we lived, um, gosh, I don't even know how many hours away, but now we only live two hours away from each other. Yes, and we see each other much more often. Yes. Oh, my gosh, and we um, did our, like, what did we do? Like, our basic bitch fall weekend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Year. We're going to weekend it was such a good weekend so we're gonna have to so do that fun. you know once covid and all this stuff clears up but i'm like yes what did you do for halloween this year uh girl ha- unpacked and Moving. hung yeah. up a drape and <laughs> cleaned out a kitchen <laughs> did you dress up? actually actually we got dinner it was it was uh you me and Haley got dinner uh, that was actually halloween that okay that's halloween. right the three of us so enough about us tell the cuties about yourself who are you um, I usually ask who do people typically date, but you know, word on the street is that someone just got married. Yes. So, you know, I am you a whole Mrs. Now. Yes. Okay. So my name is Lakeisha. Um, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee, originally. Um, I went to UT Chattanooga with Chatrice, which is how I met this lovely woman. Um, My favorite color is lavender. (laughs) I live in the Carolinas now. And um, I've been here for about five, going on six years. And... Yeah, that's about it. Um, if I keep going, I'm gonna start running down my resume. So just okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is okay? But what do you do for fun? Because I think the thing that you and Louise have in common of all of my friends is that like y'all both really 
value um, the decor and the design and the taste of a charcuterie board. And I just, <laughs> y'all are my fanciest friends in that way. <laughs> Yes, I do love a good charcuterie board. Um, I love to have people over just to have some good Manchego. Manchego is probably actually my favorite. Um, But yeah, so I do love charcuterie. Um, Louise, I also love tea. I have my sippies today. We just talked about tea. Um, Oh, that's so funny. Things I like to do. So I enjoy yoga, um, specifically like hot yoga, Bikram. Hmm. I like brunch and I love all things lake and beach. So put me on a boat on the lake or on uh, the ocean or at the beach. And I am a happy girl, uh, preferably a yacht. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. I saw the pictures. Home. I was like, Oh, okay. This is how they yeah. do it on the island. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that looks like so much fun. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun and much needed, like a much needed. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit. Awesome. Well, also, so our next question is usually what is your dating status? And sometimes people are, you know, they really have to think about this. But I suspect that you do not have to think twice (laughs) about the fact that you are now a wife. So again, (laughs) congrats. And so I, I know that while you've lived in your current city, I don't think you've been single in your current city, but, Mm. oh, must be so nice. Um, anyway, uh, (laughs) but how would you like, based on your friends and like things that you've seen, how would you describe maybe like the dating scene of your city? Yes. So, um, my friends who are single have definitely expressed that the dating scene is a ghetto. Um, (laughs) Exactly. A few of them are on the apps. You know, it seems like, you know, they get on the apps and they get off the apps because mm. they're just frustrated with the foolery. Um, and then they get back on. So um, that is what I have taken from our conversation. <laughs> well, and I'm like, I guess this, I guess, should give me a little. I don't know, hope, because I live in a small town, and you live in a major city, and I'm like, oh, well, it sounds like you just described my dating experience, so clearly, it's trash everywhere, it's just trash everywhere, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll stay put, and, you know, paint my walls, (laughs) (laughs) but awesome. Well, like I said, again, we're super excited to have you on the show. So let's go ahead and dive in. I Louise found this really good tale that I thought just kind of set up our conversation for today. So we will start there. Louise, you said you're Louise. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Now I'll be Tinderoni. Okay. So. Hi, how's it going? Hi, Louise. There's a first time for everything. I'm moving to Charlotte, and I actually ran out of gas and money in Mississippi. I've never done this, but I'm willing to help you if you can help me. Uh, Smize emoji and tongue out emoji. If not, that's cool, too. Maybe I'll catch you when I get there. Oh, wow. That's really unfortunate. Not sure how I can help. Well, let me tell you. So tell me about it. Ha ha. I'm looking at my last $40. Like this isn't going to get me there. Would you uh, seriously, you would be seriously helping me with this app called Cash App. And I would return the favor however you want. And this has been Tales of a Tenderoni.
Are so, you kidding me? Are you, Keisha, like literally, this is like a real conversation. And let me tell you, I think this is the first time I was solicited for money expli- like explicitly on an app. Yeah. Like they did not wow. like wait. Like they just got to exactly what they needed. And it's so funny because when I'm on the apps, like sometimes I'll see guys have bios like, you know, uh, and I don't have any money to give you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, where's this energy like coming from? <laughs> and then I see this and I'm like, oh, people yeah. solicit all sorts of things on here. Mm-hmm. And so really my question, though comical for this, is like how soon is too soon to ask someone you're dating <laughs> for money? <laughs> First, let me just say that this line, you would seriously be helping me with this app called Cash App. <laughs> you know what Cash App is. Right. We are just like, not using uh, it to help you. Right. But, like, I've heard of Cash App before. Thank crazy. you very much. <laughs> okay. So, needless to say, um, too soon would be, hi, my name is Keisha, can I have some money? That's too soon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, no, but... I think it depends on the the type of relationship that you have, you know, like um, if it's something casual and you don't really see a future, you guys aren't talking about a future. Now I definitely say that money talk is off of the table, but you know, depending on the, uh, you know, the agreement or the arrangement you have, that might be, that might be a part of the arrangement. You give me money, I give you conversation. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't you love her to just end a conversation? Like, yes. (laughs) Fill up my pocket and I fill up your mind. (laughs) So, yeah, I definitely think it depends on the relationship. But if, um, I mean, I guess if you guys are on the same page about like Mm. having it be an exclusive relationship, then, you know, um, I'd say whenever you feel comfortable, you know, you've spent some time, you're investing time, you guys are moving your schedule around for each other to make sure that you guys have quality time. You're talking every day. I mean, once it's actually understood, like, Hey, I'm talking to you exclusively. You're talking to me exclusively. This is it. Then I think, you know, it might be an appropriate time to introduce the topic. Mm. So you are um, mostly highlighting the fact that y'all both kind of need to be on the same page about it. And exclusivity, generally speaking, should be a part of it. Um, Now I would like, Right. And I mean, I think I pretty much agree with that. I would only add the caveat of like, if we decided at 7.33 that we were going to be exclusive, maybe don't ask me at 7.35 for money. Like, okay, we just like got here and I've definitely had that happen before. And he was very much like, well, I mean, like this just shows how much I trust you that I could ask you for money this soon. And I was like, how does that how does that actually work? Where, does it, where did you make that correlation? Right. But thank you. You tried. Um, but yes, I've never had anyone ask me for money on the apps. And I'm guessing, I'm just going to take a wild guess, Louise, that you've never asked anyone for money on the apps. No, app. never. That is really good. I'm yeah. so proud of all of us for that. Well, and it's interesting because you were, I don't know if y'all have heard about this, but people, so I've heard a couple of different ways of how people grift people for money through the, like, tenders. So I think, mm-hmm. like, I think I've seen, like, women uh, on dating apps be like, you know, cash at me five dollars and i'll send you my telephone number or like a nude or whatever oh my gosh that's so clever <laughs> right and then they delete their tinder profile or or i've seen people have y'all heard this like premium snapchats 
So basically, I'm like, even on Snapchat. Right, right. So basically, like someone, Snapchat. someone will say, "Oh, cash at me ten dollars, and I'll add you to my premium Snapchat," which really just means like, basically, like a Snapchat where you get photos of me naked or otherwise. So it's oh. not like it's not a it's not a feature from Snapchat. It's someone calling it oh. their their whatever oh. whatever I just said their their the premium uh, premium Snapchat. So it's like interesting. It's like basically an it's like uh OnlyFans. The precursor, right? It's a precursor to OnlyFans, which I'm Mm. like, oh, that's fascinating. Or like you know, Twitter accounts. I mean, and I'm always like, get your money, right? (laughs) Get your money. Be safe about it. But Uh also, city girls told me to. City girls, right? (laughs) City girls told me to get my money, and I'm trying to be flued out uh, as soon as possible. But I've also, I don't know, have y'all heard of this website called Seeking Arrangements? Have y'all heard of that website? Well, that's exactly when Keisha was like, well, if you have an arrangement, I was like, right, right. So Seeking Arrangements. Let me tell you, girl, what they do. Yes, go ahead, Louise. Oh, no, you go ahead. (laughs) Well, I'm just like, I mean, I've never sought out an arrangement, but like, honestly, there have been parts, there have been times where I've like, entertained like a man of a I guess certain financial status or whatever and I was like you know he was kind of like a piece of shit and so I really should have thought the arrangement of him just being a sugar daddy like that really could have worked in this situation but it was too late and I had already given too many of the goods by that point so <laughs> I was really bummed that I had thought about that way too late so yeah but yeah like seeking arrangements I mean you can kind of do whatever I'm sure probably not prostitution right but like it's kind of like but I mean, how is it? I'm sure, right. I'm like, I'm, it's I'm, a sure it filtered, I'm sure it gets filtered by some way, right? But um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say with like seeking arrangements. Oh, so TikTok, which we all know. So um, I've also seen some TikToks like sugar babies telling people how to get sugar daddies, and like they'll literally go like step by step, like you know, don't meet, don't meet someone or in public without letting someone know here's how to get a fake cell phone I'll do number. that anyway here's how to, like, that's not, isn't that general <laughs> right but you know it's just like but it's so I fascinating sugar baby. <laughs> no, but it's so fascinating that it's like this is now a thing and i think like people are i feel like sugar daddies whatever sugar mamas cougar mamas i feel like people are aware that this is very much a thing right so oh, yeah. you have an arrangement that you communicate in well i was watching this one reality show and basically the guy it was about marrying money marrying rich or whatever and like half of them were like sugar baby situations that i guess just evolved into something and i just love that one of the guys and he was very unattractive and like no shade but very rich so i was like oh what an ideal person to be a sugar daddy and he was like yeah i mean like i knew what it was like i'm not like i'm a man of certain means i was looking for like a young pretty woman and so like that's what this arrangement started off as and we just kind of like fell in love from there and so I'm like I appreciate like let's not even play games like if you're gonna be sugar daddy sugar mommy whoever sugar parent um let me be your sugar baby and let's just like keep it moving so sadly Louise you were not uh anybody's sugar parent at the end of this (laughs) exchange but you know who knows only time time will tell But yes, okay, well, I think that is, like, a great segue into today's official topic, which is about, like, finance and dating and stuff like that and relationships, Um, because I was inspired um, from this. Well, one, like, me and Keisha, like, had, like, just, like, 
we've had like miscellaneous conversations here and there. And so I was like, who could like add to like this conversation? I was like, great, Keisha. And then on top of that, I've recently, as you cuties know, I recently bought a house. And because of that, I've been trying to, um, I've recently been looking for like uh, financial planners and stuff like that. And so I was like, I'm really like thinking about like mm. my own kind of financial well-being and things like that. But I was like, gosh, I can't even imagine what all of this would look like if I had to think about myself and a partner. And so I was like, oh, this is a good combo to have. So um, mm-hmm. I'll just go ahead and kick it off with the first question for both of y'all slash, I guess me too, which is um, what was your first like introduction slash understanding of money? And then how do you think that like impacts how you show up financially in relationships? So I had my first job at 16. Um, I was a cashier at a yeah. local grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I first um, started like making my own money. But I mean, I was also raised in the church. So I was aware of like, you know, I grew up Baptist. So giving my 10% to God or the 10% of my allowance that my parents gave me to God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Here's um, a dollar, Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for loving me. Um, so, you know, church technically was my first introduction um, for my parents. And then like when I started working at 16, um, I was able to like have direct deposits, see the money go in and immediately go out. Um, Cause at that point um, I was, I had started paying a car note and things like that. So um, yeah, I'd say it was at 16 and um, I definitely think that it took a, a while for me to become financially savvy. You know, so my first mm-hmm. paycheck, of course, my first, you know, when I was first started working, you know, I wanted to spend my money on nails and I wanted to spend it on, you know, going out with my friends and movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely that that pattern and those habits followed me into college. And I mean, I think it was like freshman year. I was like, why, who are these companies and why are they sending me credit cards? Because they know <laughs> I don't know how to save or spend. And that is what right. I so um, I got exactly. into a little credit card trouble um, oh. and early on in college. And um, so it took me a while to kind of get on track and mm-hmm. understand, you know, the value of money and saving and mm-hmm. um, things like that. So, yeah, no, I'm very similar um, <laughs> with the credit card piece. I was like, oh, well, I don't have a job. So, like, let me get another credit card. And then somewhere along the lines, I'll figure out where to pay for it that somewhere was called age 29 and like, like, and these were like the decisions I was making at like 2021. And I was just like, it'll, I don't know. I'll take care of it at some point. Mm -hmm. When I tell you there was just no plan. And every time I would get so close to that limit, discover would be like, Oh my gosh, you're such a great customer. Here's more money. And I was just like, well, great. Like, let me find more things. Right. Like I was like, Oh, this trip. Yes. Now I can go. (laughs) So just completely confused or not even confused. Just like, uninformed about like money in that or credit in that way because like we didn't grow up we didn't have a lot of money and so it was just like you know you work for the purpose of having money or like a livelihood and you know investing wasn't like anywhere near part of a conversation kind of savings but like again no real strategy and certainly like when I asked my mom I was like what do you think about me getting a credit card? She's like, just don't get one. And I was like, mm, no, that doesn't seem like the proper answer. I was like, no, like I think I'm supposed to get one so I can build credit. And I just had justified everything in my head. And I was talking to a friend the other day and we were like, you know, yes, our parents told us not to get credit cards when in reality it would have been helpful if they would have said, look, 
if you get a credit card, here's how you need to plan to use it. Yeah. But, you know, people only know what they know. And so, like, she was like, girl, just don't get into credit card debt. And what did I go do? <laughs> get into credit card debt. So, like, even if someone had told me only spend, like, 30% of what you can pay off, like, within the month, I probably mm-hmm. still would have overspent it. Just mm-hmm. because, yeah, some lessons you just have to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, that was the one that I learned over and over again. Many <laughs> well, I was just like, <laughs> one what? time was not enough. You know, I was like, Discover's going to give me, like, 5% back. And I was like, I was, like, convinced of these rewards. So, bitch, you're spending, like, $2,000 to get, like, $5. Like, this is not, like, I just never did the math. Like, I didn't know it didn't make mm-hmm. sense. So, yeah, I don't know. What about you, Louise? So, I feel like my understanding of money is similar and dissimilar in a certain way. So, I feel like I had a pretty good understanding of money in terms of what my parents made pretty early because as... Uh, a child of immigrants, I, like many other children of immigrants, had to help my parents translating and filling mm. out forms from a very young age. And I'm like eight years old trying to figure out like legalese language. And I'm like, I think this is what this means. I'm like, you know, anyway. And so from a very early age, I knew what my parents made, like, because I was helping oh, them fill wow. out their taxes. And so that was kind of my first foray into money was like knowing how much my parents made and then similar to to Keisha like being 17 when I got my first job at telemarketing which is why I always tell people so I got bill collecting which is why I always tell people like (laughs) I I love talking on the phone because I'm like I just had to get over that like worry like I would call people and be like you owe this money um and so would you like also have like a nice little chat with them (laughs) no but most of the time they were past so they were past due so it was like bill collections so like they are probably not looking you know anyway (laughs) but so I you know I I pretty much like use my money to like go out with friends and like all that stuff and and I really so I got like a savings account obviously in a checking account and I can't even remember how old I was when I got my first credit card maybe Maybe actually for going to grad school. So what's really interesting is every time I've moved a job, which has been three times in the last like six, seven years, I've had to open up a credit card because I have not been in a good financial place where I've had a savings account until COVID, um, yeah. actually. So, uh, which, th- you know, thanks to uh, Chatrice uh, Finances Incorporated, I am on my way to uh, having a savings account um, yes. and an iRoth account. No, no. Um, and so, but anyway, so well, maybe I, we're working maybe, on that. We're not there right, yet. I don't know. <laughs> and so I, I like got credit cards and like, then I would pay them off and then, you know, they would keep adding stuff. And I think I just always saw it as like, well, I'll pay this off eventually. Like I have mm-hmm. money, but I think as I got older, my taste got more expensive. And so <laughs> one of the things that weirdly thankful for COVID is, so I'm not traveling as much. So because I'm not traveling, that money is going into my savings, which is fantastic. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm no longer that 16-year-old kid who is just going with their friends to, like, the movies and, like, Steak and Shake for $4 cheeseburgers. Now it's, like, movies, a boat, a trip to Asia, like... Yes. <laughs> my expensive, steak right, for dinner. Right, right. Like, yes. broke with expensive taste for a while. And it, it's weird because... Oh my gosh, yes. Not, as I talked to Chatrice, like, I feel like I'm actually now entering, like, middle class because I have yes. a savings. And I don't have to think, how does that show up in, like, relationships? Is I tend mm-hmm. to be kind of, like... I don't want to say not... So I don't budget. This is my truth. I don't, I don't budget. I like my budgeting. Is, I don't really either. My budgeting is Bank of America being like, 
oh, you have fifty dollars left in your checking account. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what you gonna do? What, what you gonna do? <laughs> um, but it's interesting because now that I like actually, so what I do do is like a whole twenty percent of my monthly check into my savings account. So mm-hmm. usually, and like now I'm better with spending. Like I'm not because mm-hmm. who's going anywhere right now? So anyway, that's a long answer to a very short question. But yeah, no, you touched on a lot of good points. Yeah. And that's what editing is for, so it's fine. Um, so, but uh, to Louise, you brought up something that I was like, oh, dang, like that's the stark opposite of my upbringing. And so you were like, yeah, like I had to like look at my parents' finances and things like that. When I tell you, I, I don't think there's ever really been a time where I've known how much my mom makes. Like we're very mm-hmm. like hush, hush, like don't talk about mm-hmm. stuff, like things like that. And so I'm like, that actually is very much how I show up in relationships. And so like, the fact that like the guy that I was referencing earlier like was like oh like you know but I trust you that's why I'm asking for money and I'm just like uh ew get out like get out of my wallet like <laughs> oh stop please stop like this is personal this is private like you yeah. are not privy to the, or you're not supposed to be privy to this information and so I definitely think that's like woven its way kind of through my relationships and things like that um although I'm like but then I'll go the extreme opposite sometimes. And I'm like, let me show you my love through spending money. And that, mm-hmm. you know. I do that too. Yes. And, and, and then okay. my husband's like, what are you doing? Take it back. <laughs> I was like, oh. okay. <laughs> well, that's actually only happened. Um, and then. <laughs> Did you buy that thing for him? Yeah. But oh, and he was fair, like, nah. Yeah. But to be fair, it, you know, it wasn't the right timing. So, um, okay. that is definitely okay. something, you know, so I had my spending habits, you know, I was mm. definitely very much of a YOLO, um, bearded <laughs> spender. I like, know and love. <laughs> <laughs> you, took, like, you, took, uh, you took Shonda Rhimes' year of yes, and you were like, yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> and, and more yes, absolutely <laughs> yes. And it's, it's really kind of perfect because, you know, they, they say opposites attract and he and I mm. are opposite in so many ways. So he's very much so the opposite. Mm. Um, very frugal, very responsible when it comes to money. And, you know, he's, he spends a lot of time planning for the future when I'm just oh. like, trying to make it right. So he definitely <laughs> helped balance me and he's taught me a lot about spending and not spending and saving and timing yeah. and stuff like that. Well, and I think that was the piece that like stood out to me the most when you didn't share that with me a while ago. I was like, I can't believe like you're with someone who's like, no, yes. we're going to do this. <laughs> Yeah, like that just feels very like not you and so yes. I mean really this question's for both of y'all y'all mm-hmm. are both living with partners so like how did y'all how do you in general maybe or with this particular person how'd you merge like your finance styles into this relationship oh this is such I'll a good question yeah so it's really kind of interesting because I think there's a point in a new relationship or there's a point in a relationship, especially like when you're, you know, together and official and you're kind of like doing the whole, is it called going Dutch and, or not going Dutch? It's mm-hmm. like yeah, half yeah. halfing everything, like Venmo yeah. requesting and like all this stuff. And so mm-hmm. I think for, we were doing that and then what shifted for us and, you know, Keisha, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like, if it's going to be the same for, for you, but like what, what ended up stopped doing that in some ways was living together. So living together, I was kind of like, I can't keep doing this half and half shit. Like, <laughs> you know, that obviously we're like, you know, paying each, each paying the rent and going half on like utilities and stuff like that. That makes mm-hmm. sense. But like, it's like after every meal and every dinner, I'm not going to be like, uh, here's okay. the $30 for Venmo. <laughs> like, I'm not going to yeah. be like, so because I'm like, 
And I think this is part of, I don't know where this comes from, but like I'm very much, when it comes to money, it'll balance it out in the universe somewhere, somehow. Like I'm not going to chase you for a dollar that you owed me two years ago. Um, and see, I very much will go ahead and put on my running shoes and chase you down. Shatrice, <laughs> yeah. In my 20s, for sure. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. like, this bill ain't, we can't split this, I only got $5 worth of whatever. Like, I was very stressed <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but no, so yeah, I think I think living together has, um, and, and I'll be honest, I make more money than my partner. I don't know, Keisha, I don't know if that's the same for y'all. So I make more money, so I'm really conscious of that. And I think for me, it was um, the imagery that I kept coming back to. Did y'all see the Crazy Rich Asian movie? Yes. yes. So the scene that always <laughs> came to mind is, mm-hmm. I forget her name, or Esther. Esther, I think is her name. The, mm-hmm. real, the rich sister um, who like- Oh, uh, the really marries, one, who, mysterious uh-huh. one. Like the tall one. The tall one. She's really tall, but she marries someone from a lower socioeconomic class. And so there's a scene where she like, or throughout the movie, she's hiding her purchases because she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to show that she like, she's using her, not even using her wealth. She's spending within her means. And so I told myself, I was like, a conversation I really had with myself more than anything is like, you can't be ashamed for what you spend or that you can drop $90 on this. Or like, we just had a conversation this morning. I was like, I was like, oh, I spent so much money on coffee last month at work. One, I didn't think about it. My partner was like, oh, yeah, that was so-and-so. That was, you know, $200, $300. I was like, oh, okay. Like, and I just, like, kind of kept it moving. And, and and one part, one, I wasn't really thinking about it. But then, two, I'm like, um, like it's, I'm still living in my means. Like, everything's getting paid for. Like, I'm still savings. These mm-hmm. loans are still unpaid, obviously. But, um, yeah. So different, different. Different, different. But that's how kind of money relationships. Funny, I would actually say that it kind of happened the opposite mm. for Ishmael and I. So we, um, we, he started out paying for everything. <laughs> I was like, great. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. The um, right. <laughs> no questions. It was great. Um, but then, you know, like as I progressed in my career and um started making a little bit more money, it did kind of naturally progress into and flow into, mm. hey, I'll pay for this, or hey, let's go Dutch. Um, and it was because, you know, I definitely wanted to one, hold my own. Like, I don't want anybody right. taking care yeah. of me and paying for all my stuff right. all the time. So, you know, with um, the increase in, in salary did come a bit more of that ability, really, to yeah. um, to do that. So that's kind of when I started paying the mortgage. So he and mm-hmm. I basically split the mortgage and all of the, um, the bills in the house. And honestly, I mean, it, it works. Like, you know, we really don't, we don't keep tabs. Like if he covers mm-hmm. dinner one night, I'll cover it the next night. If I buy groceries, then he'll, you know, mm-hmm. get takeout. So it's pretty balanced. Yeah. Um, but I will say that it has taken years mm-hmm. um, <laughs> of working towards the balance in many conversations. And, mm-hmm. you know, because I think a, a few things kind of go into play with it and I don't want to mm-hmm. digress too much, but, you know, as far as like, women and roles and independence and yeah that's what I was thinking about you know it's like can you really say that you know you can do everything that your partner can if you're not if you're not you know so I mean it kind of that's another conversation for another time but But I think it's so relevant it's so relevant because I so we both identify you know cis women you know dating and in relationships with men and I, I've definitely shared this with Louise before. I'm yeah, like, I, was gonna say, yeah. I don't become 
like a financial alpha male until I'm dating someone who I know has possibly more money than me. Because I'm very mm. much like, I don't need your money. Like, <laughs> here, here's my card. Take it. I got this. Like, you go over there. I, you know, I can hold my own. I am woman. Hear me roar. But like, yeah. at the same time, like, if I think, if I take my whole kind of like dating history into consideration, I would say that I would, I truly would like to be taken care of in some regards financially, but I know there's like, you know, there's extra stuff that comes with that. It's like, okay, like then who has control and things like that. And so I don't know, like I've, I've dated guys who were like, you know, the man's got to pay for everything, blah, 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 blah. But then we don't be doing shit. So I'm like, well, clearly we're not going to have the life that I want. You know what I mean? Like, so let me pay for whatever. And so I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think it, I think it's super, super relevant this conversation. Yeah. And I mean, I think like there's a difference between knowing that you have the security. It's like, it's for me, it's like good enough to know that in the event that a pandemic happens and I get laid Mm -hmm. off, you know, that my partner can support us. Like knowing that that's an option is enough for me, but like Mm -hmm. in the day to day and I'm, you know, I'm making this money, I'm stacking my savings account. Of course, I'm going to want, and that's also one of my love languages. Like, that's how Mm -hmm. I like to show love. It's how I like to receive love. Um, It's actually not one of the ways that he likes to receive love. So I had to learn. Don't you hate when that happens? I do hate it. I'm like, take this expensive cologne now. Um, You know, but just just because that's how I like to receive it doesn't mean that that's what he wants. So I had to learn that as well. Um, And he's actually pretty low maintenance. So I get to keep on my little coins when it comes to that. But I will buy it. Win-win. So win-win. Okay, there you go. And so kind of something that you and Louise both kind of alluded to was like, at some point you were like, well, this will kind of just work out. We're not really keeping tabs. We're not keeping score. But it sounds like y'all both like had conversations. And so I was like looking at this article from Zen Habits. I think also like Marie Claire and some other white folks, I was trying to find more ethnic um, (laughs) conversations about like money and relationships. But so Brown people, wherever you're at, keep writing more articles. Um, But this one talked about, like, okay, you need to have, like, regularly scheduled, like, money meetings with your partner. And so, like, is that something you've considered? Are you, like, like, do you literally set aside a time of, like, all right, like, this Thursday, like, we are talking about money? Or does it just kind of organically come up in conversation? Or maybe a little bit of both? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Never, yeah, this never, is weekly meeting. I was like, I, I don't know. Talk about, like, that sounds like a chore to me. Right, honestly. Like, right. Way yeah. it, I'm just like, oh, that sounds terrible. And any, yeah. anytime somebody's trying to put me on a schedule outside of work where I know I'm getting paid, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't right. want to like, Why are we doing this? Right. Money, I could see the benefit of money meetings if if there was like multiple properties or if like your yeah, portfolio, like if you were both business owner, I guess like, and I'm just kind of like, I literally don't pay for much right now. And so there's still expenses. So like, you know, we don't have a car together. Like there's certain, like my cell phone, like there's actually very little things that really tie us financially, except the rent to this, to this house. Mm-hmm. And so I don't see them to have money meetings. Now it's so funny that you asked that question because we had a mini money meeting just now, yeah, uh, right before this podcast, I love an MMM, right, 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 MMM, <laughs> mini money meeting because uh, I had to pay rent, and so I was just like, Oh, we gotta, we gotta like do this together, right? So, but I think, I think like money meetings in the sense of like, oh, Okay, like we gotta like maybe pay rents or just talk about, you know, I think I could see that really happening in the future if like someone's financial situation changed or 
to say like, hey, this is coming up. I won't be able to do this, that, or the third. Or Mm -hmm. honestly, maybe, I feel like we have sometimes money meetings by saying like activity-wise what we won't, will and won't do. And what I mean by that is Mm -hmm. like, I remember, I think this was like during the pandemic, I was like, we've been eating out way too much. Like we, like I would like to not do that as much and I'll go shopping more. So I think that was a money meeting. It could be, you know, Shatrice, like you said, a mixture of both. Um, I, I think it's important to just have open lines of communication, whatever that looks like for you and your partner. Um, so in our case, like, for example, um, my husband, he likes to do a lot of projects. So he likes to do the pergolas. He likes to build um, yes. in the backyard and things like that. And so those are more so passion projects for him. Um, mm-hmm. So he won't really... Um, so we won't have a meeting about that. Like he won't sure. really, he won't really consult because that's something that he wants to do. Um, and with that, he also understands not to ask me for money for it. Cause you didn't, you didn't <laughs> right. have this. So yeah. <laughs> take your passion, take your money. Do your passion. Um, yes. <laughs> also maybe take your passion to Shatrice's well, house. I was going to say to Shatrice's house. Like, Shatrice's <laughs> got a workbench, you know. Right, like I got you. <laughs> But no, I, okay, so that's a good point. It's like, if it's yeah. your thing that you like, that you love, then like, mm-hmm. fine. Like, you will be financing kind yes. of that thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's um, kind of what, to what y'all are both saying. Dave Ramsey, who, you know, of course, is like the whole finance guru, talks mm-hmm. a lot about, um, like, your lifestyle. Like, really thinking about, like, your lifestyle and your passions and things like that. And I think when I've been um, talking to some guys or dating, like, some guys, I always get like a little, and I know me and Louise, we've talked about this. I always get like a little like cringy when they're like, you know, basically like, what's a passport? Like, what would you do with it? Like, no one's literally said that, but like, that's basically, (laughs) like, sorry, sorry, Keisha, no one's literally (laughs) said that, but like, that's basically the the conversation. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, my idea of travel is like, you know, going down the street to my parents' house or my idea of travel is like driving to like florida Uh you know on the weekends of one summer or whatever like it's like doing something like what i would consider very small and i was like i i'm like i don't even know who i am sometimes i'm like that was my life growing up as a child but i'm like ew like i would never like i'm like do that shit now as an adult like i have like you know free range of choice and will and so i'm like for me travel means like go dig up that passport and let's start putting some stamps. Like, let's hop on a plane. Like, where are we going? Like, it should be a big deal. Like, it should be a bigger deal. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I haven't, I guess maybe thankfully, haven't been in that situation yet to where I'm like faced with, okay, I want to do this thing with a partner, but this is my area of interest. And maybe they don't want to finance this or maybe they can't finance this. And so I'm Mm -hmm. not... 100% 100% sure what I would do. Honestly, I just, <laughs> I guess I'm leaving your ass here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. And I mean, I think that kind of, I mean, in a big picture, that ties back to values because you mm-hmm. want someone who values mm-hmm. that type of experience uh, because that can, I mean, that's kind of a huge deal. You're going to be spending a large portion of your life, hopefully jet setting and in another country mm-hmm. on another continent. And you want to share that with your significant other. And if they don't share that, that value, then it could definitely be a problem potentially. Exactly. Cause I'm like, yeah. right. Like the whole point, <laughs> of this relationship, you know, in part is like to have companionship and to build mm-hmm. those 
you know, memories together and things like that. And I can't do that if your ass wants to be Netflix and chilling every Saturday and I want to be jet setting. Like our, our lives might be a little bit um, too different. Um, but the actual, the first thing that they had on here, and I'm very curious about everyone's thoughts on this, because I, again, this takes me back to like growing up, like we don't discuss money, um, like what you make is what you make and whatever. Mm-hmm. So joint bank accounts, they were like, you got to have a joint bank account. And yeah. I like literally, that is when I punch <laughs> my pearls or my gold hoop earrings in this case. Like, I'm like, uh, no, you cannot see how much money. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I get very stressed about that. My gut instinct is to say no, because I feel like, um, I don't know. I kind of like, from my understanding, what my parents have is like someone takes care of like one set of bills, like the mortgage, and someone takes care of like another set of bills that are like comparable in like financial weight or whatever, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so I like that, but then everyone gets to pull from their own bank account. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, Like, having joint bank accounts to me doesn't make sense. The only way I could see it makes sense if you're like, okay, this is going to be our bills like bills bank account like we're putting all the money here for the bills and so we know we can just pull from it but I'm like I feel like that made more sense in an age prior to Venmo where now I can just pay whatever requested from you and it just (laughs) whatever like yeah the joint account thing is is too much (laughs) (laughs) it is of course course, again whatever works for you and your your partner do it forget what dave says you know (laughs) you know because like i mean we've we've dabbled in um the joint account um a couple years back and it just i mean it just didn't work it just didn't work Mm. out for us and um we found that what we do works which is i have my assigned bills he has his assigned bills Mm -hmm. and then you know as long as all the bills are paid and there's money in the savings account you can spend your disposable income on whatever you want and you Mm -hmm. know i'm sure that if he had access all up in my of course he can have access (laughs) to whatever he wants like at this point he knows the things exactly he knows the things but i'm sure if he was going through my account and he saw 700 dollars for some louboutin shoes he'd be like girl what are you doing you know it would only probably annoy him you know so i think that to to that extent it's important to still you know be able to like be who you are do what you Mm -hmm. want as long as you're taking care of what you need to take care of when it comes to your partner yeah well i think that's a really good insight Keisha of like well y'all tried it and you realized it didn't work and then you went back to something that did work do you think y'all tried it because it was just kind of like a societal not even mm-hmm. pressure but kind of like oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah it was the thing to do, do. it right, was the thing right. to do you know and I mean Dave Ramsey he's been around for a long time and then at the time you know you have other you know your parents and other couples mm-hmm. who have you know just rave about how it works for them you know but what works for everyone else is not always going to work for you so I mean right. I think it's worth it's always worth it giving a try and that's not to say that some years down the line we won't go back to it you know it doesn't right. work right now but you know that's subject to change it could work later on um but right now we're just okay with you know me paying my half keep him paying his and Mm -hmm. yeah that's it and there you go and so um (laughs) on the note of fabulous purchases such as Louboutins um so do either of you think there's um maybe like a threshold of an amount of money that you should spend or that you should like (laughs) consult with your partner about spending whether it's in a joint or private or whatever like is there (laughs) 
okay, maybe not. Uh, but yeah, like, is there like a, I don't know, like a, um, yeah, a feeling of like, yeah. uh, right, like how much can I spend without telling you about it type thing? And maybe it's unlimited, maybe it's limitless. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. like, is, is that something y'all considered or tried out or thought about? Yeah, I mean, I would, my first thought is, to the extent that it will significantly affect my partner, it should mm. be a conversation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if that's $700, you know, he's like, hey, <laughs> nobody's going to miss it, then that's one thing. It. But then if I'm going to spend, you know, a, a large sum, 2000 more, 5000 or something, and then it's going to affect, like, potentially the bills or me mm. being able to pay for his dinner or, I don't know, something like that, then it should be a conversation. Yeah. And I was gonna, and I was gonna say for me, like I think about financial decisions that'll impact both of us, right. and so what I mean by that is like, let's say, uh, just as an example, we've been kind of jokingly uh, talking about getting another cat for our cat, for my cat, um, and so like that's a financial decision that though not a lot, like impacts both of us because it's oh, like, that is a lot. you know, you have to take care no, of the cat, right? right? Yeah, right. So it's like a hundred dollars okay. for a cat, but like it, there's a lot of other things that are involved with it, or I think of like you know, um, I don't even know. Like, me, Let I, me tell you what I'm not doing. I'm not taking care of somebody's cat. Like, I just, <laughs> you gotta figure out how to take right. care of your own well, cat. That's why, like, that's I, why I was like, I have Twister and I'm fine with just Twister as he sits on my bed, you know, doing his <laughs> thing. But I think, I think things are like you buy that impact both of y'all or both of y'all have to like contribute to something, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like other things or like say for instance, like maybe it's not even talking about, but just mentioning like if I'm buying a ticket to like Thailand, right and i'm gonna be gone for two weeks like that should i should probably let you know that i'm about to buy it just to <laughs> yeah definitely prepare our social calendar to like you know it impacts both of us to an extent but but it's mm-hmm. that's an fyi conversation that's not a is that okay? may i, may I. <laughs> right <Yeah>. it's a <laughs> heads up like this is happening yeah. i will be gone right <laughs> I will be here. Don't cook i'll come back <laughs> right <laughs> Do y'all think, and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, thinking about like yeah. race, gender, all sorts of like <laughs> socio, um, economic status and everything like that. Do you think the person who makes the most money in the relationship ultimately has the power in the relationships? Or do you even think of relationships in that way? I'm trying <sighs> <I am dying laughs> on this question like Keisha. Mm. Um, well, I thought about it in a couple of different ways. So both being like the person who's making the the least and then the person who's making the most. So mm-hmm. um, this kind of relates to another story, but or this kind of relates to like another question, but um, I, you know, at one time had uh, an attraction for older gentlemen um, who, uh, I knew yes. how much, who I knew how much they made. Um, and so I felt like in that kind of like situationship, that person had a lot of power because I feel like they decided on a lot of what we were doing and where we were gonna eat. And also, I don't know how y'all feel and Chatrice, like we're in the same industry. I think because our jobs require us to be so on and so so like the planners, the doers, the getters, like it was just nice to have someone be like, we're going here, we're doing this. We're like, <laughs> yes. It was just nice to have make that. For me. Right, make decisions yes. for me. And that person just so happened to have money. And maybe I felt more comfortable because of the money thing. This is also mm. a white man. And so I think I was also just like, I'm more okay with the person making decisions um, in that instance. And one, we weren't like in a relationship, nor were we even in the same city. So anyway, but like- in So this, you didn't have to necessarily 
deal with it day in and day out. Right, right, you got right. to kind of experience, right. it, experience it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think in this relationship, I have been really, really conscious of that. As the person who makes the most money, I have been really conscious about also like um, household chores and making sure that I'm putting my weight in and mm-hmm. also just feeling too that like, you know, asking nicely to like, you know, I don't have, a, I don't have the energy to put the food away or the dishes away, asking someone, asking my partner to do that. I've had to really check in with myself to be like, okay, like, is, is this just because like you're tired or you don't want to do it? Like, uh, how's it going to okay. come mm-hmm. off? Like, are you asking this too much? And like, I'm always thinking about that because I don't want there to be power in a relationship um, yeah. because I make the most money. And like, ultimately similar to Keisha. So it's like, probably someone would say similar to kind of the money thing. Like, so I buy the, so I buy the groceries in the relationship. I make the food in the relationship, make the food for the week. Like I'm the chef, right? Like let's give me that role. And someone might say like, what, like, isn't that a lot of like, aren't you like subservient or what isn't that, doesn't that toss the dynamic? But it's like, no, because I love to cook. Like I, I'd rather much go do the grocery shopping myself. I'd rather make the food for us like I'm gonna do it for myself anyway so why not just do it for you and so even if I'm maybe doing that and that takes like my whole Sunday morning like that I don't feel like I have less power because it's something that I enjoy to do but now Mm -hmm. if I sat on my ass all day and didn't do anything then I feel Mm -hmm. like okay I'm abusing power or I'm Mm -hmm. you know doing less than this really it's not it's imbalanced yeah and I mean I think um I think the idea or the word power, it can, it can exist and have an upper hand in a relationship if you let it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, cause ultimately when you're in a committed relationship, such as marriage, you know, I don't know, I don't know that there really should be a person who has an upper hand versus a person who mm-hmm. doesn't because what's mm-hmm. mine is his, you know, it's all the same pot at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my opinion, I feel like the partnership is where the power is, not the mm-hmm. money because we're going to be spending, you know, if you make a big purchase, you're going to have that conversation with me. If I make a big purchase, I'm going to make that conversation with you. And then we both are responsible enough to make sure that we have the savings that we need and the bills are paid, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't say that, you know, any one person, you know, if you make more money, that means that you have power unless you allow it, unless mm-hmm. you al- allow for that ego to say, oh, well, I make more money. So I'm going to, I'm not going right. to, you, you have to do the dishes. Like, no, like we're domestic partners. We both slept in this bed. We both have clothes all over the place. We both, <laughs> you know, use that shower. So we mm-hmm. both need to clean it. Mm-hmm. So, but again, years of conversation um and 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 a lot of times people do go into those relationships with those ideas and a lot of times Mm -hmm. a relationship will require you to deconstruct those ideas Mm. share ideas with each other well this is my viewpoint this is his viewpoint how can we reach a common ground so that we're not hurting each other because that type of stuff can hurt a relationship if it gets definitely out of hand Definitely. I like what Keisha said and called it uh, like a partnership because, and that's, I think one of the things that I'm learning too, is how to not let things get out of hand, like how to talk about things. Mm-hmm. Now where I will disagree with Keisha is um, I will not be cleaning the bathroom, but I will do. You're doing the, you're chopping the I think that's balance. Right. And I think, yes. I, I like, I think that a, that like domestic partnership, 
piece is like I had not thought about, but it's like really sticking mm-hmm. with me. And it's like it's really it feels really adult to have to like Stop think about someone else. And I'm like, was I selfish before this? <laughs> and yes, I was. Yes, um, yes. in a good but way. In a way, like, right, in a way that you can be, in a way that right. you kind of should be. But yeah, oh, definitely. Until you're right. Until you get in that community, and it's so funny because like Ishmael, when we did initially have this conversation. Mind you, we've had several conversations, so it's constantly an evolution. It's a work in progress. But one of the first times, I was like, okay, well, if you don't like doing dishes, because he does not like doing dishes, mm. and I don't mind it, so yeah. I'll, do some, I'll do dishes. I'm like, you just need to make sure that you vacuum the floors. Tell me why this man buys not one, but two Roombas. I was like, really? Yes. So you're, just not, you're just not gonna do any. Every floor will be taken care of. You, but, said vac- no, you, you, said, to, you said the floors have to vacuum. You didn't say how. Right. You didn't say how. I don't so, he I was mean, like, you know what? I don't do dishes or floors, but like we will this back. But this room right. <laughs> Yeah. So in that regard, it's fun. It's fun to see the creativity. I mean, he's, he's just a funny guy. So like, you know, that it made it light because I was really mad about it at the time. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Really? I, when he like brought the room, but you were like, Mad. Yes. Well, I was mad. I was mad one because I felt like I was doing more in the house than he was. Mm. But then mm. when he did it, I was just like, "Really? So you just not gonna put forth any effort?" But now, I mean, I benefited from it. I can't recall the last time that I used a vacuum cleaner. So <laughs> it works. My vacuum cleaner is like right there. I'm like <laughs> literally every day. <laughs> yes. But no. Should I mean, do you have pets? Do you have pets? I don't know. Okay. I didn't think that. Absolutely not. I would, they would be locked somewhere in this house in a box somewhere. It would not be. Right. Like, animal? Are you here? Like, no, it would not be. Although, not going to lie. Well, I had been thinking about getting Chatrice a dog because of where she lives. I was Louise. Like, I to get her. I truly, I was I like, will I make you a- send that animal back <laughs> to you know, a caring home. a chore. Yes. You know she's waking up in the early in the morning. You know she's not gonna do not exactly, do that. exactly. Do and not. let me tell you something. Someone sent her. me a long ass text message this morning or this afternoon because I was like, oh, mm. like how's your dog? Because uh, I'm trying to be nice. And when I tell you, just like paragraphs, because this dog <laughs> had surgery, they had to carry Aww. this dog up the stairs. They were like, let me, you know, help my dog pay all this money. And what? No, I. I want to go to Rome. Like, why am I paying for a dog surgery? Yes. Like, I can't. Yep. It's too much. Yeah. So I'm not, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm still on my selfish kick, and that includes babies and animals. Like, I would like to not take care of either one um, because be. I am yeah. still trying to, you know, take care of myself in the best way possible. <laughs> That's <laughs> so right, girl. There is that. <laughs> so my final question for y'all, if you have an answer, because I just <laughs> thought about this, and so I thought it would be funny. So what is your... Maybe what is like the funniest or like wildest experience that you've had in dating or relationship when it comes to money? Like that concept of Trace, a financial alpha male. And so I had a very similar mm. moment and you you know the story. So it was dating this uh, this daddy older old, older guy figure um, who would like, you know, first time we went out, we paid like a couple hundred dollar lunch or a couple hundred dollars was for like our dinner. And so it's not necessarily the wildest thing, but it kind of is in some ways. But like I have spent the most money on a relationship, or I'm sorry, I've spent the most money on someone on a date up to this point with him because we went out for his birthday and I was like so committed to like ensuring like what we just started to show him that I could pay a $150 yep. bill and however much for tip. But I'm like, 
I think I had like $200 left on my credit card. And so <laughs> like, you know, I was like, but I'm, but I'm really committed to being like, I can at least, and I think we've talked about it this way, like I can at least do it once. Even if you mm-hmm. do it every single other time here in you, you, I can have one example, one piece of evidence <laughs> that I can pay for something at least once. So that's probably the But he was like it. looking at like the steak menu where you like trying to be like, ooh, but these wedge salads. <laughs> these salads no, so no, good. I was... <laughs> Now, best believe I was doing the mental, like, uh, what's it called? The mental check as we were ordering uh-huh. stuff. And oh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm just like, let me, <laughs> and I checked before, like, I went on the date to, like, make sure yeah. I had enough money. I was like, is it going to be on the debit card or on the credit card? But I was like, yeah. credit card, the credit card feels a little bit more powerful than a debit card. But how yeah. can you tell? Yeah, because you, you can just let it go. Right. Yeah. And I love, now, yeah. okay, can I tell you a wild story that I want to yeah. happen? So oh, yeah. th- that one day will happen. Like, I want to be able to, like, take, fr- like, be at a dinner with friends. And, like, let's say it's a group of four or five of them. And then just pay for everyone to be like, fuck yeah. it, bitches, I got it. Yeah. Not there yet. But one day. Please, I well, wait. No, you you are there because you've done that. We've. We've been out, and it was the four of us. Don't be modest, darling. Wait, wait, wait. Me and Louise were on, like, a double date, and you paid, or y'all paid. But that was, was like, $50. Like, I'm saying, like, a $300. Oh, that's true. We were very cheap. Like, a $300 food bill, right? Like, like appetizers, dinner, wine, drinks. Oh, we didn't get apps. Okay, No, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and it's so funny because okay. I was like, I was like, okay, let's just stick to what we know. Uh, and it's funny because the next time the four of us went out, I was like, well, you know, we pay, so now oh, I gotta that's pay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jatrice and I were trying to like double date, and we thought we were gonna live this lifestyle, I, well, and then both of us I, you know, the trash, and so here we are. Here we are because basically, I was like, okay, no, don't worry. What I said was what I spe- I think what I specifically said was. We got this, like me and the guy yeah. I was dating, like we got this. He was like, "Oh yeah, blah blah." Like I'll give you money, and then I was, like, but I was like, "It's weird for you to like try to pay me okay. back in front of them." So I was yeah. just like, "Again, I'm like, money's private, so like, let's take care of this." Right? Wait, um, give me the money later. And bitch, when I tell you, he thought of every excuse like not to get his money later. I was so pissed. I was like. I needed at least that twenty dollars back. I mean, like, I just feel like you could have like helped okay. me out there. But yes, oh, those were fascinating times in two thousand nineteen. Two thousand, just like all ago. of a year, right? Like all of a year ago. Because Keisha, any like standout moments for you? The only shocking thing that comes to mind is not really my spending and picking up tabs, but it's really um, my husband and his brothers. Like they will fight over who oh. picks up the tab. And I'm just like, what is wrong with y'all? I am keeping <laughs> Let me uh that back. <laughs> like all the wives, all the, you know, parents and stuff and yeah. Everybody be like, fighting over the check? Every, I'm well, the, the men. I'm, it must be an ego thing. Know. You, like, you know, they'll all, you know, the guys will try to like pull the, the server over and t- give them the card first, like take my card, but then they'll do it at the same time. And they're like, and, and literally the server will be between them and just like, okay, I just, card. And, and, you know, and she'll be like, take my card. No, 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 take my card. Don't take his card. Do you want a tip? I'll give you a better tip. Take my card. And I'm just like, guys. Not gonna work. lie. Um, I would love to be a part of a family. <laughs> my family's fighting over literally, like I said, those two dollars. Who had this extra Coca Cola? Like that is my family. <laughs> like take this off the bill. That is usually kind of what we're fighting about. But 
actually, you just reminded me of something, Keisha, like on, on the note of ego. So again, like as a woman who dates men and who dates <laughs> black men primarily, I feel like I'm somehow, I feel like I'm honestly the one who like is mindful of their ego. A lot of times, like in a lot of like different situations, like not just with money. And so actually, so when I was dating the guy that Louise and I like were doing this like double date with, like there was definitely like, I have never made that much more money than so like it just was like do you have a job because I just make so like <laughs> is, these numbers don't add like what is happening but anyway so like I knew I made more money than him you definitely knew I made more money than, we all knew and so but we, we <laughs> but when we went out like I literally found myself like giving him cash like before we went out on a date because I was like yeah. I want it to look like you're paying for this because like, blah, 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 ego, blah, 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 gender roles, and even, I guess, in some ways, like, me, like, I want to be with someone who can do this, and you yeah. can't do this thing right now, so let me make it look like you can, and so, like, that was definitely, that was, like, a, a mirror to my, up to my face kind of moment, of like, oh, like, I didn't think I would you do care. that, yeah, like, I didn't yeah. think I would care, but, like, apparently yeah. I do, like. Yeah, you know. and I don't think there's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with knowing what you want. And if you want someone who can take care of the bill, then that's what you want. So, right. I mean, I definitely don't see a problem with that. And I don't see him anymore because why he could not take care of the bill. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> but awesome. Well, I have loved this conversation. I am taking all of the nibbles and bits of um, advice and tips you lovely a relationship entwined intertwined people has given me Keisha thank you so much for joining us yes thank yes. you for any, having me yes any kind of last thoughts questions I don't know whatever is on your mind no Do you want people to uh, follow you on Instagram or something I don't know oh um <laughs> yes goodness what's my handle um absolutely regal um you are, find me yeah. there on Instagram you can see all of my recent oh my goodness uh, recent <laughs> photos from my wedding and um, my yeah. in general lifestyle. Um, yeah, but thank you guys for having <laughs> yeah. me. I love your podcast. I'm so happy to be here and happy mm -hmm. to call you guys friends. Aww. Yes, thank you so thank much. You. And courting cuties, as always, be sure to keep it cute and court with confidence. Bye. 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 <laughs> Yay. Okay.